All right, welcome back everyone. You're tuned in to Brimbank Live FM. You're listening to Lydia, I'm your host. I'm joined by my co-hosts AD and Rashani, and we are currently at the African Music and Cultural Festival at the Immigration Museum. Joined by Monica Forson, who was a part of the long, um, really thought-provoking and powerful um, panel discussion. Thank you for joining us, Monica. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. We're really excited to yeah. have you here. Yeah. To be um, that was one of my favorite uh, things that I was looking forward to today was this panel yes. discussion. Yeah. And I'm so glad that it wasn't, you know, like half an hour or something short where you don't really get to dive deep yes. into the situation. So I'm really glad that they gave you guys the opportunity and the time yeah. to really express yourselves. And it yeah. was really, really wonderful. Yeah. How did that go for you? Like, Oh, yeah. it's always great getting to um, speak about my perspectives. Yeah. Because often I think, oh, who really cares what Monica has? to say yeah. and people are like oh it was great but um, to be completely honest I was just really excited to be on a panel with Nidal like yes. she's an idol she's yeah. like yeah she's a celebrity yeah. so <laughs> even to be considered on a panel with her is a real blessing and an honour so yeah. yeah and I'm obviously friends with Monica as well so it's not always you're on a panel and you're friends and it's a mm. bit of a love fest yeah. so yeah this is quite a unique experience oh that's really beautiful mm. and it's so in line with our theme which is you know celebrating diversity and harmony um, speaking of diversity we have been calling people up and exploring, you know, what, what's your cultural background and, um, yeah, what the significance of being here today for you personally. Mm. Yeah. Well, I was born in Australia, as I said on stage, from yep. um, St. Albans. I'm a Westie, born and bred. Um, but my mother is Anglo-Celtic Australian and my father's um, Ghanaian. He came about 30 or so years ago. So, um, yeah, I think culture is really important. Um, my mum's also quite a quirky um, a white lady. So she's been interested <laughs> in like, like African music and Jamaican yeah. things. So I don't think I necessarily grew up in a really traditional like Aussie family. Right. Was always um, embracing different cultures and whatnot. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And how has that shaped your experience? Obviously, you said that you do have that um, mixed kind of culture. Um, growing up, what what were your experiences like? Um, yeah, I think it's changed over time. Like when I was young, I was the only. Um, black person in a lot of the arenas I was in yeah. and it was actually I remember distinctly being in primary school and I thought I saw a kid that I thought looked like me and then yeah. later on I was told he was Aboriginal and I'm like oh when you're five it doesn't really matter like yeah. what someone is if someone looks like you yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah to go from feeling different and not seeing anyone that looks like you to them being misidentified as Aboriginal um, then as I got older um, and there's more diversity that have come to um, Victoria in particular yeah. um, it's funny because the shifting narrative changes. Mm. You're no longer considered like African necessarily. Yeah. Like uh, rightly and wrongly, I think um, for me personally, there's been a real um, uh, discovery of what it means to be black in Australia yes. and acknowledging there are certain privileges offered to some and not to others. Yeah. And that colorism has a really um, mm. big role to play in people's experiences, um, how um, male gaze looks at you as well. Yes. Like um, having people approach, oh, I really like you because you're and yeah. if we had kids, this, this, this. So, um, yeah, from being a really innocent child and just being black and that's all I know to then, yeah, navigating myself through, like, what it means to be a black woman in Australia and being, yeah, receptive to others' experiences as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, one of the main things that I took away from uh, your earlier discussion, I don't know who said this, but it was this idea that we have to make our own African-Australian identity. Yeah. Not that that is similar or the same as African-American or any other place in the West that has had that black 
culture embedded in them, but we have to make our own thing. And that, I think, has caused a lot of confusion and identity crises amongst a lot of black kids at the moment. But something that you specifically said, um, and I was like, woohoo, was when you said, I don't really like the word assimilation. assimilation. Yeah. Yes. You know? And I think we all agree with that because mm -hmm. it's... It is this sense of having to stop being who you are yes, yes. and pick up a completely different culture yes. and adapt to that to yeah. make you a person. And that doesn't make yeah. sense to me. So can you talk more yeah, about that? Yeah, um, yeah, I really do hate the word assimilation because as I said on the stage, I feel like I have to give something up to be part of the majority. And I think probably being biracial as well, it's like, well, I've already got half of everything. Like, what more can I give up? Or do I have to give up one part of me to satisfy another? And I can't navigate this world as a white woman. I'm not white. So to suggest that I need to act and behave um, in an Anglo-Celtic fashion in Australia is just not a reality for me. So I do think for me personally, I've been quite fortunate to have a connection to my culture and I've spoken to other biracial people who have said um, I didn't really know who I was so I took from another culture and this um, person who's also Ghanaian um, mixed with white and he had this big Maori tattoo on his arm and I'm like why the hell do you have that it's not from your culture but he's like but I didn't know what my culture is and I just wanted to connect with something so yeah I'm a really strong advocate of um, yeah it's about um, inclusion and making sure that everyone feels that they can bring their full selves yes. to the table. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's amazing. Wow. Thank you so much for joining us um, today. Where can people find you? And what, what, yeah. what are you doing in the community? Because Yao, the first thing that Yao said, which is someone who introduced us to each other, yeah. um, he Yao. really, um, you, weren't, you didn't listen to that part, but he really said you're doing some really great things in the community. Um, and he urged us to connect for that reason. I'm just interested to know what, what sort of work you're doing in mm. the community. Yeah, I feel like when I first met Yao, I was doing lots of voluntary um, stuff. It's the hustle mm -hmm. and everyone has to, do a yeah, bit of grinding yeah. so to speak but at the moment I'm not doing too much in a voluntary capacity I'm really happy in my job at the moment I work at the Victorian Equal Opportunity and Human Rights Commission wow. and my roles in community engagement is about connecting people to the organisation understanding there are protections under the law um, so as much as I can in that role I try to really reach into people that I admire and have a lot of time for Yao being one of those yeah. people and just bringing them into the conversation so uh, I feel like in a very losery slash old woman way. If you want to reach out to me, find me on LinkedIn. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I love it very I'm professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 80s on the LinkedIn. I'm yes. on the LinkedIn. Yeah. Do we need to get that's, more that's where it's it. at. Yeah. I have a it's private popping. Instagram account. Okay. I feel like sometimes when you're in a public um, role, there's an expectation to look and sound and present yourself in a certain way. Yeah. Wear a blazer on stage. Whereas I want my like um, personal accounts to really be about me yeah. living in my own little ratchet world, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. So, like, yeah, just being able to separate, like, my personal and my private. But if you want to contact me, um, LinkedIn's it. No, that's, I, I, that's great. I love that. But I genuinely believe in just being yourself, whether professionally or privately. Like, it's all one. Yeah. So, for me, I don't try and separate what I look like professionally from personally. Because you're, like, a complex identity. It's not, you're yeah. not just one facet. Yeah, like, and, like... Yeah. 
I mean, I don't wear bikinis, but if I no, if I enjoyed I. wearing bikinis, <laughs> but I think in this case, is it that you just separate who you s- allow to have visibility of? Exactly. Right. Like yes. I don't yeah. want my next employer to have gone through all my photos, made a birthday party in 2016. <laughs> like we all um, change and evolve, and yeah. I feel like sometimes on social media it can be quite static. You can be yeah. called out for things that you thought. Yes. Pre- and I don't have this big dossier, all this bad stuff Monica's done. Yeah. So don't get that vibe. Don't go yeah. looking. No. Yeah, but just the idea, like, yeah, you want to see me in a professional way? There's yeah. my LinkedIn account. Yeah, but yeah, cool. that's awesome. Thank you it was so lovely much. chatting with you, ladies. Yeah, you too. What's your one message to the world, oh, yeah, this Monica? This is AD's big question for everyone. <laughs> my one message to everyone in the world. Yeah, uh, I said it on the stage, and I'll say it again. I think be kind and have compassion for others. Yeah, Easy really to say, but harder to do. Absolutely. Wow, powerful. Thank you so yeah. much for joining us, Monica. If you're tuning in, which you are, because you're listening right now, <laughs> we're at the African Music and Cultural Festival at the Immigration Museum. You're listening to Lydia, joined by AD and Rashani, um, Brimbank Live FM. We're covering the events of the day. It's a beautiful day. Get down, because it goes till 10 o'clock, so it's not too late. Thank you, Monica, for joining us. We really appreciate it. And yeah, we'll see you guys soon. With thanks to the city of Brimbank across our neighbourhood and the world, Soul Dive with AD, Rashani and Lydia on Brimbank Live on Live FM.